Panthers win it, offensive zone draw. Puck goes in behind the Vegas goal. Petrangelo is there. Panthers get it back. Reinhardt couldn't settle in front. Martinez lost it. Reinhardt again in the left corner, banks it behind. Panthers control offensive zone, trailing 7-2. Vegas on the precipice of clinching their first Stanley Cup. There's a point shot, and it's tipped into the goal. Out in front, after a drive from out high by Sam Bennett, there was a tip in front. I believe Verhage was in front, Gary, and it goes just under the crossbar and in and quickly back out. And so at first, some people didn't realize, you know, it might have gone off Petrangelo. I'm not sure. Either Verhage or Petrangelo in front got a piece of that drive from Bennett and into the goal. So the Knights' lead is cut to 7-3 with 8.21 to go in the third period. I think it was Verhage. Difficult no, play. I, I, I think it was Petrangelo now that I get a second look at it. And Sam Bennett ought to get credit. Knights to the offensive zone on the ensuing draw. Toward the near side here is Smith. Dropped it down into the corner. Picked up by Michael Amadio, who scored that goal in the last second of the second period. Knights leading 7-3 with eight minutes to go in the third period of game five. They put it down to the corner for Carlson. Looking out in front. It trickles near the goal. Bobrovsky fights it off. It goes behind. Carlson tracks it down. Carlson has appeared in every single game this year. The only night to do so. 82 in the regular season and now 22 in the playoffs. Puck is out to center. And the crowd now offering its go Knights go chance. they got to change it up. Ekblad back in his own zone. Bennett from Forsling and Reinhardt at 11.39. Reinhardt from Bennett and Montour was the goal just a few minutes ago. So the Panthers have two in a row. Marcius though tried a sharp angle circle shot from deep on the left wing. It deflects up and out of play. So again, Barbashev got the night seventh goal at 8.22. Eichel and Theodore assisted. That made the score 7-1. Then Reinhardt from Bennett and Montour at 8.47. The goals separated by 25 seconds. And then that most recent goal, Bennett from Forsling and Reinhardt at 11.39. And that's where we stand. Vegas 7, Florida 3 with 7.20 to go in the third. Faceoff comes to the near side. And the Knights control it. Marcheseau steers it around. Jack Eichel in pursuit. Looking for a fourth point today if he can get one. He's got three assists. Hasn't scored a goal since the second to last game of the second round against Edmonton. But he has been the most prolific point producer during these Stanley Cup playoffs in his first Stanley Cup postseason. Panthers coming ahead. Bennett across the Vegas line. Shoots. Hill the save. And there is no rebound. 6.43 to go. And he's been incredibly prolific, but impactful without the puck as well, Dan. Lots of people within the organization the last couple of days have said they think that well, they're going to pull Sergei Bobrovsky here, Dan. Paul Maurice. Looking to see if we can get a fourth goal. 6.43 left in the game. What was your thought going to be, Gary, on uh, on Jack? First uh, Florida faceoff win across to the right. A Verhage drive blocked. Picked up by Stone. Hits the right post from 160 feet away. Mark Stone looking for his third of the contest. It would be the celebration of all celebrations. Panthers back in. Six on five attack. 
Petrangelo intercepts, clears the zone. It's off of Florida, sticking down. There should be no icing. Well, they are going to call icing. I thought they hit a Florida stick in the neutral yeah, zone. Yep. But they do whistle it down, and the Panthers will get an ozone draw. 6-12 to go in the third. Vegas 7, Florida 3. Just lots of people in the organization have pointed to the fact that earlier in his career, if Jack wasn't scoring, he wasn't he wasn't affecting the game in a positive way. Well, Knights get another try, but miss wide left right from the drop. It will be another icing. They just take a target practice here. That's a few times they've tried for the empty net. Well, that was stolen again. And that that was that was it, Mark. That was your chance. Well, the other one hit the post. I know. <laughs> this one he had more room. Face off far circle to the right of Hill. 6.05 to go. Panthers win it this time. Six on five attack. For Hagee high on the right. Into the right circle. Bennett looking cross side. Stone intercepts. This time he sends it down. It'll walk ball and go into the goal. It's a hat trick in the clincher. Mark Stone, the captain, makes it 8-3 Golden Knights with six minutes to go in the third period. One of the first, one of the second, and now a goal in the third period, sending the Knights to what will be a Stanley Cup championship. Five-goal advantage. Mark Stone's second career hat trick. Both have come in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That one was a sidewinder from 180 feet away. Mark Stone has three today, 11 in the playoffs. In this series, he's got five goals. He's got one of the most important roles on the team. The emotional leader has now been the decisive goal scorer in the biggest game this franchise has ever played. And he had a big celebration with the guys on the ice, and then he glided in to the middle of the bench with his arms spread like an eagle. That huge wingspan, he's 6'4", and his teammates mobbed him in the middle of the bench. And the hats continue to rain down. Bruce Cassidy just looked up at the clock. It'll be the longest five minutes and 54 seconds of his life. One of the first things Bruce Cassidy said to us when he arrived to coach the Golden Knights, he was asked about his motivation. He said, I want my name on the Stanley Cup. He had a very promising career. Derailed by injuries, returned to be, became a coach. Was successful at the minor league level, got to the NHL, fired it from his first job with the Washington Capitals, went back to the American League, took over the Boston Bruins, lost in game seven of the Stanley Cup final in 2019. He won the Jack Adams that year was fired last spring after a 51-win regular season. And now a year later, he's on the precipice of his dream, getting his name on the Stanley Cup. Hats, flamingos, you name it. 
all sort of celebratory material being flung on the ice and just when they thought it was all wrapped up more stuff comes on what happens is people in the upper reaches yeah, sure. of t-mobile arena are throwing stuff down <laughs> to the lower rows and then those fans feel obliged to throw it onto the ice it's gotten this far so folks will uh, probably want to save some stuff to throw after the game there are five minutes and 54 seconds remaining in game five of the stanley cup final the knights have put up eight goals it's the first time they've ever scored eight in a playoff game once in the regular season they scored eight it was in chicago november of 2018 in other words it is the first time in t-mobile arena history that the vegas golden knights have scored eight goals and it comes in the biggest game in franchise history they are less than six minutes from winning the Stanley Cup. The Bruce Cassidy started a tradition this year with the players. When they get a hat trick, they pick one of their favorite hats. Well, there was a gold top hat, and Mark Stone picked it up, handed it to Chris Davidson Adams, and said, this is the one for me. And someone else just threw on more hat. Folks, let's... Uh, Let's not do that. Let's get back to business, shall we? <laughs> With 5.54 seeming even longer and longer, the more hats that get thrown onto the ice. Stone, unassisted empty net goal at 14.06. His 11th goal of the playoffs is third of the day. Two of the three unassisted. Finally, we're ready to resume play. They drop it at center. Nick Waugh wins it backward to Shea Theodore. McNabb now works the head up to the rim. He'll crank it in around the rim. Polisar blows a tire in the far corner. Panthers take the puck and out they go. Rocco Gudis up the middle. The defenseman feeds right side. Cousins shoots, save. Rebound shot, fought off by Hill. It goes behind and rattles in front again. Hill traps it and has the whistle. Panthers are not going away. Not good for them. Vegas not doing their best job defensively. Well, you score eight goals and you've got a five goal advantage with five and a half minutes to go. I'd imagine thoughts are elsewhere. Yeah, it's tough to block a shot. Five minutes and 31 seconds from what you hope is gonna be the party of your lifetime. Hard to focus on anything. Face off our circle, Panthers win it. Here's a left wing shot attempt that gets blocked. Knights take it off the wall. Barbashev put it through center, hoping for Marchessault. Got taken away by Verhage. Barbashev reaches in, creates a loose puck. Eichel for Marchessault, two on two. Marchessault opened up and passes right wing to Barbashev, knocked away. And the Panthers take it on the far side boards. Reinhardt comes ahead, a couple of points for him today. To the near side, Petrangelo in his own zone. Five minutes to go. In game five, Knights leading by five. They are going to do it, folks. They're going to do it. Petrangelo sends the puck in. And the Panthers send it back out to neutralize Duclair. Over to Stahl. Banks it ahead on the far side and down to the night zone. Vegas recovers the puck. Near side, Theodore passed it off. And Amadio starts it across to Carlson to the far side. Theodore pokes it into the zone. 4.30 to go. Smith and Amadio on the four chip. Duclair to the near side for Florida, backhands it to the neutral zone, but it goes off the glass and out of play. 
Offensive zone draw coming up. 4.21 to go in the third period. Gary, the Golden Knights, if you include this evening's contest with 4.21 to go in the clinching games, have outscored opponents 23-6. And obviously three of the six coming here today. Near circle draw, Panthers get it, and out they go left to right. Bouncer comes in on Hill. He'll stick it behind his own goal. Here's Martinez, who lifts the puck out to the neutral zone, where it's gloved down by Gudis. Alec Martinez, games that he has played in the Stanley Cup Final, a record of 11-4. Back enter from Lomberg goes wide. He now has four goals and one assist in those games. Throwing today. His record will improve to 12 and 4 with the goal. Nice dump it in, and that'll bring us down to the final 345. Just to go back to your stat about the goal differential in closeout games. That's true Vegas fashion. Playing great when the money's on the line. McWan dumps it in. Down to the trapezoid it goes with William Kelly. Panthers pull it loose. Back they come through center. Reinhardt dumps it in. Icing call. The Golden Knights, there's a narrative out there that Golden Knights fans haven't suffered long enough to win a Stanley Cup. I counter that with, this was the one city in North America that wasn't allowed to have a major professional sports franchise for decades. Las Vegas was a natural spot, but because of the gambling in this city, the big four wouldn't come here. Panthers get the puck out of their zone. After the draw, Vegas will send it back in. No icing. If you wanted to cheer for a team, you had to pick Pittsburgh or Boston or L.A. or, God forbid, New York. Florida across the line. Declare right to the goal. Rolled off his stick as he approached the left side of the crease. The Trangelo and Hager back on defense. Haig backhands it up the wall, and it goes through center. A deflected puck, but will it be enough for icing? Yes, with 2.42 to go. That all changed when Bill Foley wrote a check for $500 million. And him and Todd Pollock went out and convinced enough people to write checks for deposits to convince Gary Bettman that it would work. Florida wins a left circle draw. Stall shoots, deflected one. Here's side boards, Knights to it, and out they go. Barbashev to Marchessault, one of the originals who has been the Knights' leader throughout this postseason, the franchise leader in postseason and regular season scoring. Now it's center Jack Eichel in his first full season with the Vegas Golden Knights and his first playoff run. He dumps it in and goes to the bench for a change. Jack Eichel, the courage to stand up for himself and demand the medical procedure that he wanted. Crab to its feet at T-Mobile Arena with under two minutes to go. Puck is in front of the Vegas Golden Knights bench. It waffles back to the center red line. Panthers get it across the line, but they're offside with a minute 46 to go. Buffalo Sabres ownership 
wanted Jack to do one thing. He didn't believe in it. They traded him. Kelly McCrimmon fought for him and made the deal. And he has blossomed into a first-rate superstar and might be on the verge of winning the, the Conn Smythe Trophy. The voting had to take place with 50 minutes gone and 10 minutes to go in the game. In other words, unlike the three stars, which often are determined at the end of the game, the Consumite voting had to take place with about 10 minutes to go in the third. Knights eight, Panthers three in game five. Minute 40 to go. Knights dump it into the offensive zone, but it deflects out of play. Just wide of the glass and into the front row. Today, the goals for Mark Stone, Nicholas A, Alec Martinez, Riley Smith, Mark Stone, Michael Amadio, Ivan Barbashev, and Mark Stone. Eight goals, the most they've ever scored in this building in the biggest game they've ever played in this building. Panthers dump it in. 90 seconds left in the third period. Sent out through center by the Knights. Take us home, Dad. Take us to Stanley. Icing against Florida. At times like these, we tend to think back to the beginning of the franchise, what it was like here in early October of 2017. Knights had won two on the road. They came back here. Derek England delivered an incredible speech. Now a loose puck trickles behind. Wah scores with a minute two to go. A ninth goal for the Knights. The first try was stopped by Bobrovsky. Wah at the side of the net would not relent. And the Golden Knights open up a six goal advantage again. The ninth of the game for the Knights. The most they have ever scored in their six years. Regular season or playoffs. Bobrovsky made a great save on Waugh's initial bid, but he could not secure it. Waugh got his own rebound, his second goal of this series, and third goal here in the playoffs. A minute to go in the third period of game five. Golden Knights nine, Panthers three, the Knights are this close when we think about that first game in Golden Knights history when we think about the incredible ride that was the inaugural season Bill Foley had asked the team to get to the playoffs in three years they did better than that the noble charge from Bill Foley was cut in six they talk about dreaming. The Golden Knights are going to make that dream a reality. A devotion to destiny. Misfits to champions. The Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup in 2023. Stanley Cup championship in Golden Knights history comes in their sixth season.
The Silver State is home to the greatest silver trophy in all of sports. The mob is behind Aiden Hill's goal. All the players swarming one another, jubilant in celebration. The fans on their feet can't stop. The streamers down from the rafters, sticks and gloves and flamingos. The Golden Knights are Stanley Cup champions. Every player managed to contribute. Each player played his part. And there the honor lies. Final score in game five. The Vegas Golden Knights nine. The Florida Panthers three. They defeat Florida in five games to win the Stanley Cup. Having knocked out the Stars in six. The Oilers in six. The Jets in five. The Golden Knights win 16 out of 22 games in the Stanley Cup playoffs to win the Stanley Cup in their sixth season on this Tuesday, the 13th day of June, 2023. They do it on home ice. Only the seventh team to clinch on home ice since the lockout. Seven of the last 18 clubs to win the cup have done it at home. And the handshake line begins. Led, of course, by the Golden Knights, Captain Mark Stone. Followed behind by Chandler Stevenson, who won the cup on this ice surface five years ago as a member of the Washington Capitals. Jonathan Marcheseau, the original misfit. Followed by William Carrier and Riley Smith. Then Keegan Colasone, Jack Eichel, Braden McNabb. Ivan Barbashev, Shea Theodore, Alec Martinez, Lauren Brossois, Logan Thompson, Michael Amadio, Brett Howden, Ben Hutton, Teddy Bluger, Jonathan Quick, Nicholas Waugh, Aiden Hill, William Carlson, Zach Whitecloud, Nicholas Hay, Braden Pahal, Paul Cotter, Phil Kessel, and Alex Petrangelo. The Golden Knights on the ice to shake hands. The last bit of duty before the big charge of the night, lifting the cup. Jack Eichel handed a celebratory hat, looks to the crowd and raises both arms. And he gets the ovation before shaking hands with the officials. The Golden Knights have won the Stanley Cup with a 9-3 victory over the Florida Panthers. They cannot contain themselves. They continue to jump and embrace at every turn. Aided Hill, perhaps the most stoic as he proceeds down the handshake line, runs his right hand through his slick back brown hair. He finishes with 30 saves in this championship win. 11 victories out of the 16 games he played. And this ovation for Hill. Now the coaches shaking hands. John Stevens once coached against Paul Maurice back in the American League. Played against them in the minors, in the junior ranks. 
Now Bruce Cassidy waves to the crowd. Ryan Craig. Chandler Stevenson and Bruce Cassidy embrace. Bruce pumps his fist. And the hugs. Gary, everybody's turning around to hug one another. Well, general manager Kelly McCrimmon just got down on the ice, and their guys are flocking to him. George McPhee is down there now as well. They're the architects, the guys that put this together. Bill Foley dreamed it up, gave him the resources and said, go do it. And they did, Dan. They won 51 games in the regular season, 16 here in the postseason, 67 wins for Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights to earn a championship. They have begun rolling out carpet in front of the Vegas bench. They have begun setting up a stage down to our right. And in mere moments, Lord Stanley's chalice will be brought onto T-Mobile Arena ice for the first time since June 7th of 2018. Big difference. The home team will be lifting at this time. The Panthers have exited the ice surface. And the Golden Knights will now begin to mass down to our right as the carpets are unrolled. And the Stanley Cup is coming. Nobody has left. A crowd of 19,000. You heard that right. 19,058. The largest crowd in Vegas Golden Knights history. To watch this one in person. Plus countless thousands outside T-Mobile Arena. On Toshiba Plaza, soaking it all in. The Vegas Golden Knights have won the Stanley Cup. Now they will get to lift the Stanley Cup. At T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, Viva Las Vegas plays. Flamingos strewn about the ice. They will not be cleaned up for some time. Mark Stone, the captain of the Vegas Golden Knights, has delivered a hat trick in the biggest game in franchise history. Nine goals, the most ever scored by the Knights in any of their games, regular season or postseason. Stone, Haig, Martinez, Smith, Stone, Amadio, Barbashev, Stone, and Juan. The nine goals for Vegas today. As now a second black mat has been rolled out. Right up the slot in the offensive zone to our right. And in the middle of that final black mat is a round table draped in black. It is just the right size for a certain trophy. Before the Stanley Cup, we will have a presentation of the Conn Smythe Trophy awarded to the most valuable player of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Not since 2003 has it gone to a member of the losing team, J.S. Jaguar of the Anaheim Ducks, and his team lost against the New Jersey Devils.
The question will be among the Golden Knights, who is most deserving? George McPhee and Bruce Cassidy embrace. Not the first time George has hired Bruce Cassidy to be a National Hockey League coach. When George was in Washington, he gave Bruce his first crack to be an NHL head coach. After years in the minors, Bruce lasted a couple of seasons in Washington, then back to the minors for a long time. Finally back up to the NHL with the Boston Bruins, replacing Club uh, Julian, uh, Claude Julian back in 2018. Now Bill Foley shown on Nitron. His charge has become a reality. Cup in six was what he expected. He said that is patience enough. We often tell you that history is not prophecy, but it turns out this time, prophecy is history. Now here is the Conn Smythe placed on that table, and we will hear momentarily from the commissioner, Gary Bettman, for the presentation. Bill Pritchard has placed the Conn Smythe trophy. And we will find out quite shortly who is to be the recipient. We don't get to vote. Who would you pick, Dan? After what happened today, it's hard not to go with Mark Stone. I would have said Jonathan Marcheseau coming in. Maybe Jack Eichel. Here's Gary is incredible and a testament to what a great hockey market this is. Let's congratulate the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights on great seasons. The Conn Smythe Trophy goes to the most valuable player in the playoffs. This player Second in scoring in the playoffs, tied for first for goals, and an original Golden Knight, Jonathan Marcheseau. The undrafted Jonathan Marcheseau, plucked from the Florida Panthers in the expansion draft, is the most valuable player of the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs. He just gave Jack Eichel a really long hug. Gary Bentman hands Marsha so the Conn Smythe, he lifts it, shows it to a few of his teammates, and then as quickly as he can, hands it off to Dave Keon Jr. and says, I want the big one. <laughs> he raises both fists and appreciates that ovation Ladies from the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, the Stanley Cup! The cup is on the ice. Both keepers of the cup walk it along that black mat out of the corner entrance. And amazing how the crowd falls to a hush as if in the presence of royalty. 
It is Lord Stanley's Cup after all. Gonna say they are in the presence of royalty. Well done. Once again, Gary Bettman. Bill Foley had the vision, the creativity, and the audacity to bring the first major league team to Las Vegas. And then he said, we're gonna win the Stanley Cup in six years. What has happened here has been simply incredible. Not only is Vegas a hockey town, it's a championship town. Congratulations to George McPhee, Kelly McCrimmon, Bruce Cassidy, and most important, the players on your Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone, our tradition for this 130-year-old trophy is to present it to the captain. Stone skates over, shakes Gary Bettman's hand, puts his left hand on the chalice, and now they lift the Stanley Cup off its pedestal. Sparks fly behind Stone and Bettman. Gary Bettman says, it's all yours, Mark. He hoists the Stanley Cup. Two vigorous thrusts like his vigorous fist pumps after scoring the first goal here in game five. He skates it out to center and twirls about the neutral zone, avoiding the obstacles of small and large pink flamingos all over the ice. The fortress alive once again. And the first handoff goes to an original Golden Knight alternate captain, Riley Smith. Smith plants a big kiss right in the heart of the cup, which stands three feet tall, weighs 34 and a half pounds. Who knows if it's heavy or light as air. The next handoff to Marcia So. Lifts it high over his head, screams, let's go! And he's listed at five foot nine, but he's the tallest man in the building tonight. Next, to another misfit, William Carlson, with perhaps the prettiest pass of the day, between his own legs, to set up his linemate, Riley Smith. Carlson now gives the trophy next to Braden McNabb. He shows it to the crowd. Brings it back toward his teammates. Who will be next? It's his partner, Shay Theodore. Shea stops. Gives it a long look and then plants a big kiss on Lord Stanley's cup. William Carrier gets it now. We asked Will, the personality of this team. 
going into this Stanley Cup Final Series. He said, mature. We know how to weather the storm and get back to our game. He hands it off to Alex Petrangelo. The second time Petrangelo has won the Stanley Cup. First with St. Louis as captain in 2019. He takes a short stroll with the cup and hands it off to Alec Martinez, his D partner. Third time, Alec Martinez, a Stanley Cup champion. Two goals in the Stanley Cup playoff final series. He's now 12 and four in games played during the Stanley Cup final. Four goals and one assist in those Stanley Cup final games. He hands it off to the man between the pipes. This time, it's his old teammate, Jonathan Quick. A Conn Smythe winner himself, back with the Los Angeles Kings. A hero for the Knights between the pipes down the stretch. Third cup for Jonathan Quick. And now to Chandler Stevenson, a second time cup winner. Both times here at T-Mobile Arena. He lifts the cup and skates around the center ice logo after bringing it back to his own blue line. And now to Chelmsford, Massachusetts own Jack Eichel. Holds it high over his head, screams to the crowd, takes a moment to kiss it, still holds it high over his head. Jack Eichel finishes with the most points of anybody in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The next man to get it, hey, Golden Knight, Ivan Barbashev. Down on the ice with Shea Theodore. Listen, Ivan Barbashev lifts the cup high over his head as he will skate it back to his teammates. And the next up will be the goaltender who won today, Aiden Hill. They up the total. Aiden finishes with 32 saves on 35 shots in the clincher. A record of 11 and four in the Stanley Cup playoffs after a record of 16, seven and one in the regular season. Nicholas Waugh now gets to lift the cup. A Calder Cup champion in the American Hockey League the season before he joined the Golden Knights organization. Next up, it is Phil Kessel. Phil played the first four games of this postseason, registered a couple of assists after playing at all 82 in the regular season to set the NHL's Ironman record. Keegan Kolasar has it next. Kolasar brought to the Golden Knights organization in a trade with Columbus, his original club. Kolasar hands it off next to the Golden Knights free agent signing of 2018, Zach Whitecloud. Played one game for the Knights during the inaugural season of 2017-18. And so, Whitecloud gives it to his defenseman partner, Nicholas Hay. Drafted by the Golden Knights in 2017 in the second round. Kitchener, Ontario native. Big now hands it off. And this time it is Michael Amadio. 
Anadja Anadio, placed on waivers by the Toronto Maple Leafs at the beginning of the last year. You would think that for the Golden Knights to acquire players, it would be in blockbuster moves. Waiver wire. Brett Howden, similarly let go by the New York Rangers. Kelly McCrimmon said that we're counting on the person. Howden, a first-round pick of the Lightning back in 2016. Has seen that franchise win a couple of cups. Now he's a cup champion himself. The next handoff goes to Ben Hutton. Ben managed to appear in a couple of games in this postseason. Former University of Maine Black Bear. A journeyman who is finally getting his name on the Stanley Cup. Now here's Lauren Brossois. An ovation for Brossois. The winning goaltender for the first five wins of this postseason. Injured against the Oilers and having to give way to Aiden Hill who went the distance. Brossois good enough to be out there in his equipment. And now the all-star goaltender Logan Thompson gets it from Brossois. Thompson also injured this year, but he manages to get back on the ice and in his pads to lift the Stanley Cup. Now Paul Connor. Paul was not in any of the games during the postseason, but during the regular campaign, a regular contributor. Remember, he scored the first game-winning goal of the season against the Blackhawks in a 1-0 win early on. Teddy Bluger gets the last lift with Lord Stanley. Bluger was the Golden Knights acquisition at the deadline. He, along with Jonathan Quick and Ivan Barbashev, critical components. Now the rookie, the man who is the captain of the Henderson Silver Knights, Braden Pahal, who made one appearance here in these playoffs, he gets to lift the Stanley Cup. And now, with that being the last player, Bahal gets the duty to hand it to Bruce Cassidy. A year ago tomorrow, Bruce Cassidy was hired as the third coach in Golden Knights history. He is the man who does what his predecessors could not win the Stanley Cup. He does it in his first year. He does it in his 101st game during his eighth run. He hands it off to Kelly McCrimmon, the GM. Coming to the Knights as assistant GM. And he hands it off to the owner, Bill Foley. They will lift it together. Cup in six is reality. And now the president of hockey operations, the first cup for George McPhee. George, a general manager with the Washington Capitals, has managed to start over again here with the Golden Knights. And now John Stevens lifts the cup.
John Stevens hands it off to Ryan Craig. An assistant coach from the beginning for the Golden Knights. The next hand off to Misha Donskov, who has been part of the organization from the beginning as well. He lifts the cup high over his head. And the next to first-year goalie coach, Sean Burke, who might have worked the most magical coaching job in the NHL this year with all the different goalies. And now video coach Dave Rogowski with his eyes bulging, almost in disbelief that he's doing this, lifts the cup, gives it a kiss, and now turns around, unsure where to go with it next. As Vaughn Carpin gets the next handoff. Top scout of the Golden Knights organization. Vaughn will now bring it to the rest of his scouting staff. And with each handoff comes another ovation. Again, the final score here in game five, the Golden Knights have defeated the Florida Panthers 9-3 to win the Stanley Cup. We will have additional action from the ice. Golden Knights insider Gary Lawless will make his way down to ice level. And we will be hearing from Gary shortly. And join us with live interviews. The equipment staff now begins to pass the cup around as the Golden Knights will continue to celebrate long into the night. Chris Davidson Adams hands it off to J.W. Aiken. Gives it a kiss and now off to Pat Mano and his brother John. They lift the cup together, brothers on the equipment staff. Pretty neat. Let's listen in now downstairs. Listen, can you even uh, explain what this fan base is like? I get to pump them up every night, and you've been very vocal about our fans and the support that they give and the love that they share with the Golden Knights. Yeah, we're embedded with our fans. Our fans are embedded with us, and we are part of them, and they are part of us. And I, I love them. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I said this earlier to Riley Smith. That is uh, Mark Chinook chatting with the owner of the Golden Knights, Bill Foley. Let's listen in some more. Not only performed on the ice, but helped to heal a community. And here we are six years later, Vegas-born Stanley Cup champions. We're at, this is it, unbelievable. It's not over. It's not over. We've got to do it again. We've got to do it again. <laughs> Listen, thank you for allowing all of us to be a part of this incredible journey. Enjoy tonight. Congratulations. Thank you, Mark. I'm having a glass of champagne, if you don't mind. Have a couple. Bill Foley, everybody! Imagine everything that Bill Foley was told back in 2016, 2017, as he was bringing this franchise to Las Vegas, Nevada, where pro sports had been taboo at the major league level. A pioneer in business, pioneer in pro sports as well. Bill Foley issued that charge to his players and staff. Playoffs in three, cup in six, 
They got to the Cup Final in 2018, lost to the Washington Capitals, and from that moment on, they have pursued one thing, and that is a return to the Stanley Cup Final. And this time, they reach the highest hill. Here is George McPhee with Mark Chinook. Yeah. Well, that's, it's hard to believe that we've pulled this off, but uh, you know, we came here wanting to do something big, uh, and we delivered. For six seasons now, this fan base lines up at 5 o'clock to get into the building. What do you think of these guys? They're incredible. Well, it's, it's the greatest place in the world to play hockey, to, to, to work here. Um, and these young men over here uh, are high character, low ego. Uh, the boy next door, they were great on the ice, but they've been even greater in this community. These, these guys have raised millions in charity and uh, uh, their own money and donating their time and everything else. It's a high character group that uh, our young people can look up to, great role models. Listen, George, congratulations. Uh, go enjoy the Stanley Cup, man. You're a champion, it's amazing. George McPhee, everybody. You can imagine, and maybe you're one of young children watching and listening to this and what it means for your hometown club to be on this stage. Not bad. The Edmonton Oilers won their first Stanley Cup in their fifth NHL season, which would be the fastest for an expansion team to hoist the cup. However, it is worth noting that they existed prior to coming to the National Hockey League. They were in the WHA and then were absorbed into the National Hockey League, as was their star phenom, Wayne Gretzky. Technically, Wayne Gretzky was never drafted by a National Hockey League team. He had signed his personal services contract with the Oilers, of course, then of the WHA. And so Jonathan Marcheseau and Wayne Gretzky have that in common. Conn Smythe winners undrafted. Wayne won a couple of Conn Smythes, by the way. Oilers won it in their fifth NHL season. Seven clubs prior to the Knights in the four major sports. Won that league's championship within the first six years of existence, going back to 1970. They do it here, and here's Jonathan with Mark Chinook. We, you know what, Vegas, we did it. Listen, I asked, uh, I asked George McPhee just minutes ago that, listen, the Stanley Cup is fantastic, but six years ago, this team was born and helped heal a community in some of the darkest hours this country has ever seen. So this is more than just a game. It's more than just a Stanley Cup. This is Vegas, baby. It is Vegas, baby. And uh, honestly, awesome. Thanks a lot, everybody there. And uh, let's keep it rolling for a few days. Go take a picture. Let's go. Vegas, get up, get loud. That's the Stanley Cup. Mark Stone will take the cup for one more swing around the ice. This time he is followed by about 20 feet by all of his teammates. To show the Stanley Cup to the fans here at T-Mobile Arena one last time before team photos are taken and the cup is brought back to the dressing room. The crowd today of 19,058. Point of reference, 
The official seating capacity here is just under 17,400. That's how many standing room and general admission tickets were sold for this game. Now after that stroll around the ice, they bring the cup to the center red line, place it down on the ice, and everybody gets into this photograph that will last forever. The 96th time a Stanley Cup has been awarded to the NHL's postseason champion. The Knights are the 23rd team to win it. The 21st that still exists. The 31st franchise in the current National Hockey League has won its first Stanley Cup in its sixth season. Everybody lifting one finger and shaking it at the cameras, snapping photos of the greatest team known to Nevada, the Vegas Golden Knights. Ladies and gentlemen, your Vegas Golden Knights are the 2023 Stanley Cup Champions! Well, five years ago when the Golden Knights beat the Winnipeg Jets to clinch the Western Conference Championship and just reached the Stanley Cup Final, we told you not to pinch yourself. It's actually happening. I don't know what to tell you now. They're going to be dreaming about this night for a long, long time here in Nevada. Mark Stone, a team's first captain to win the Stanley Cup, as the first captain since 1928, when Bill Cook won it for the New York Rangers. He was the Rangers' first captain and part of that franchise's first Stanley Cup. Mark Stone is the first Golden Knights captain and part of this club's first Stanley Cup championship. It is the oldest, most recognizable, and most revered trophy in all of sports and it belongs to the Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone records the hat trick today in the first hundred years of the Stanley Cup. It's amazing hat tricks have been quite rare. Here on this 13th of June 2023, three goals in this clinching game five. Before that, 1922, Babe died for Toronto against Vancouver, had four goals in a clinching game five. And then two years before that, April 1st, 1920, Jack Dara for the old Ottawa Senators against Seattle. Those clubs. <laughs> don't exist anymore. <laughs> so Mark Stone, a hat trick in the Stanley Cup final clincher. First time in 100 years. As the celebration continues on the ice, 
throngs of media now flood onto the T-Mobile Eye surface, and among them will be Gary Lawless for some live interviews. So we invite you to stick around to hear from Gary, and we will have the post-game show with Ryan Wallace. We'll have additional coverage, including highlights. There were nine goals after all today, followed by your phone calls. We've only been on the air for three and a half hours. As we stand by for Gary, we'll give you a quick sense of what has happened here today. The Knights winning the Stanley Cup in game five. They won the first game 5-2. They won the second game 7-2. Lost game three in overtime in Sunrise, 3-2. But then took game four in Sunrise, 3-2, to take the commanding 3-1 series lead. Come back home where they have been oh so good. 25 home games in the regular season were wins. Nine out of the 12 in the postseason were wins. And this the most resounding of all. First time in franchise history they scored nine goals. And they do it in the biggest game they've ever played. Now we'll check in with Gary Lawless momentarily. Gary has made his way down to the ice. And when we hear from Gary amongst the throngs of Golden Knights staff and players and coaches and media we will check in with the insider well the only sad part about today is that hockey season is over we don't get to do this again until training camp in September and while we have a moment and waiting for Gary just like to take a moment to thank a few folks that have been very important to what we have done throughout the year that includes Everybody on the Golden Knights business operation from owner Bill Foley to President Kerry Bubols, Chief Marketing Officer Eric Tosi, VP of Communications and Content Nate Ewell, and in the PR department, Garrett Calloway, India Shea. The entire Golden Knights communication staff has been integral to what we do here on the radio. And of course, those have been on air contributors with. Yours truly and Gary Lawless. Dave and Shane on television with Darren and Ashley, plus Darren Elliott and Derek England. Uh, all of us, what we do could not be done without that terrific Golden Knight staff. On the radio side, everybody at Lotus Broadcasting has been so important to us. From Doug and Natalie Marsh. Of course, Ryan Wallace, our host. You'll be hearing from him shortly. Bobby Machado back in our studio. Chris Chapman. There have been a lot of people behind the scenes that have made these radio broadcasts possible all year, including those engineers in the broadcast booth, as we so often say, Joe Sands and Ray Ragel. Most of all, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us throughout the season. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. And with that in mind, we'll go downstairs. The insider has found his way inside the celebration. Gary Lawless. Hey, Dan, how are you? Brett Houghton, congratulations, Stanley Cup champion. Thank you, thank you so much. What's this like to share this with your family? Oh, it's so special. Uh, yeah, we're missing a couple people from my family, but so glad we could have a few here, and it's just, uh, it's incredible. Kelly McCrimmon, when he traded for you, he said he was betting on the person, and uh, 
Yeah, you've been all that person, but you've been a fantastic player too. How happy are you that you, you made it to Vegas? Yeah, thrilled. I mean, uh, you know, Kelly believed in me. Uh, he took a chance on me when things weren't going well for me. And, uh, you know, I can't thank him enough for giving me this opportunity to be here. What? Tell me a little bit about the game. What was it like, the emotions? And you really got to, you got to nine. You got to, you knew for a while you were going to win. Yeah, I mean, uh, when they made it 2-1, you know, it made it a little interesting, but I think that really made us get back to our game, and you know, after that we just took off and uh, you know, sealed it with a solid win. Enjoy your family. Dan, I'm going to move right over here to uh, Michael Amadio for a second. Congratulations, yeah, Michael. How's that feel? I can't even put it into words. It's still, I don't think it's still sunk in. It feels amazing. <laughs> Sorry for the French there. Yeah, we've got, we, don't have a, we don't have a delay here, okay? Uh, you, the game at 9-3, like, what was that like for you? You had a long time to let it sink in. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we came out right from the start. We, we played really well. I mean, it was a full team game, a full 60. Uh, I, I just can't believe it right now. You're a waiver pickup, and now you're a Stanley Cup champion. That's pretty cool to say. <laughs> Congratulations. Enjoy your night. Thanks, Gary. Thanks very much. Dan, I'm going to move along here. Gary is at ice level and working from player to player. There are hundreds of folks on the ice now as the layers of celebration and on-ice access continue. Of course, the original group is the players and coaches and then eventually staff the next wave. And now families and media joining the celebration all about the ice, especially down to our right, which is nearest the Golden Knights bench and the area where the media would come from in the bowels of T-Mobile Arena. And, of course, Gary is, I'm sure, trying to find his way from player to player. But right now, the very odd sight to see, the players are grossly outnumbered by everybody else. <laughs> Normally, you look down at the ice, and it's not hard to pick out hockey players. They're usually the only ones out there, with the exception of the officials. George and Kelly have been so part of this, and Gary's now standing by with Kelly McCrimmon. Kelly McCrimmon, Stanley Cup champion. How's that feel? Well, it's surreal when it happens. It's uh, a little overwhelming. And uh, the way the game went, it wasn't uh, that we were in overtime. So you, you knew when we got later into the third period it was going to happen. And it's just, uh, uh, it's, it's overwhelming. It's really uh, hard to know. It's hard to know exactly uh, what to expect. Tremendously proud of the players. It was a really good team that could play any way you wanted to play. We were healthy through the playoffs, which made... Uh, such a difference, but uh, you know, just rewarding for Bill Foley, for George McPhee, you know, for our pro scouts, our amateur scouts, those people that uh, work tirelessly uh, to make this happen. And then, of course, uh, uh, number one is your family. With my my family's all uh, here, so you know that part is uh, really gratifying. With uh, out people to, without people to share these accomplishments with, they're not very special. And that's what uh, that's what really makes it fun is the people around us, the people in the organization. So. That, uh, that part's been fantastic. Yeah, a storied career. You did a great job in junior hockey. You went on a limb to come to the National Hockey League. Six years later, you're the general manager of the Stanley Cup Vegas Golden Knights. It wasn't easy. You made some big decisions. You brought in Stone, Eichel, Petrangelo. It's quite an accomplishment what you've done in a short amount of time. Well, it's a group effort. We're really collaborative. Our pro scouting staff have a lot of input. George McPhee obviously works... Uh, shoulder to shoulder we work shoulder to shoulder together but uh we had a we had a uh you know i think a really 
clear vision of what a contending team needs to look like, what it needs to have, what a championship team needs to look like, what, uh, uh, what the roster composition has to be. And, uh, and we wanted to win, so we worked hard to, uh, to make that happen. And to do that, it's not, uh, it's not easy. It's, uh, uh, it's uncomfortable at times. It's, uh, it's damn hard at times. But you have to be, be uh, you know, driven by the, you know, the template you see in your own mind as to what you, what you want this to look like. So, uh, you know, for all of the people uh, that have a hand in that, I, I you know, feel very uh, grateful for their help and then obviously uh, very happy that they're uh, part of this when it uh, when it plays out like it has. Congratulations, Kelly. Enjoy your family. Thanks, Gary. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I'm here, Dan. Gary Lawless with General Manager Kelly McCrimmon. Well, that is a special moment for Kelly. Imagine after having been so much a part of one franchise at the junior level that, of course, the Brandon Wheat Kings establishing yourself as coach, manager, part owner. And then you think about everything that has happened since Kelly left the Wheat Kings to become part of the National Hockey League's expansion team to Las Vegas, Nevada. The original strategy, acquiring the players they did. At first, so many assumed that that would be part of a sell-off mid-season, acquire draft picks and build for the future. They had to adjust mid-course and start acquiring players to boost the team that was already in first place. And eventually that magical run to the Stanley Cup final. And that really changed the course of things in the intervening five years. Rather than building for the distant future, it was about building for the now. Knights got back to the Stanley Cup playoffs in 2019. Lost in seven games to San Jose. Reached the postseason again in 2020, the bizarre bubble postseason in which they reached the conference final, lost to the Dallas Stars. And then in 2021, the abbreviated regular season, they got to the third round again before falling against the Montreal Canadiens. Then the bizarre loss of a playoff spot after the All-Star break in 2022. First place when they broke for the All-Star game, the injuries mounted, they could not overcome all of the absent players. And so they missed the playoffs for the first time. What would they do to respond to that disappointment and get back to the postseason? Well, that was, of course, to change coaches. And with that change, Bruce Cassidy comes from Boston a week after he was let go by the Bruins. Bruce Cassidy is the coach that brings this group of Golden Knights to glory. Stanley Cup champions in Bruce Cassidy's first year with the club and the sixth year in Golden Knights history. And along the way, of course, Bruce Cassidy building this coaching staff, keeping Ryan Craig, Nisha Donskov, Dave Rogowski, adding John Stevens, former NHL head coach in his own right, and then, of course, downstairs to everybody else on that staff, including goalie coach Sean Burke. Let's go downstairs now and Gary Lawless once again. Oh, I lost Nick Hague. I had him here, Dan, for a second, but I'll uh, grab uh, Riley Smith right away here. Just don't go anywhere. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I had Hague, but uh, I'm going to get in on Riley Smith here as well. Well, Gary, describe it for us down there. Well, it's madness down here. It's uh, the guys are 
they're all uh, the cups getting passed around by all the the uh, the scouts now. Families are all on the ice. It's uh, really kind of a special moment. Kelly McCrimmon was quite emotional when I was just speaking with him, and it's uh, the ice is pretty mushy, Dan. It's like slushy down here, which is what happens when you have all these people down on down on the ice. I'm gonna try and uh, there's Nick Waugh. I'm gonna try and. I'll get in on this. I'll be one second here. There we go. I'm going to just horn in here. I asked you, I wanted to ask you about that goal. You were working hard for number nine. What did that feel like to play up in the Series 20 Game 5 Family Cup? I mean, it's a little bonus, right? Uh, it was fun. It's always fun to, to get a goal there in the Stanley Cup Final. But uh, lifting that big trophy was uh, obviously the, the big prize there. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations, Nick. You're on the radio with uh, myself and Dan. How happy are you? Unbelievable, eh? Uh, best feeling in my life for sure. Lifting that trophy. Uh, you dream about that your whole life. Uh, doing, doing so with my family too. They've been supporting me my whole life. So a uh, little bit emotional, but uh, I guess that's part of it. You guys have been such a great team all year. And this is a team win with so many guys on the board. It just seems really fitting that so many players had a hand in it. Yeah, uh, I think starting from the, the start of the year, I think we just got better. Um, if you look after the All-Star break, I think the guys really uh, really got pushing there. Um, I think we had every single guy in that locker room was doing a big part in, the, in this group. That's why we were so such, uh, success, successful there. Awesome, Nick. Congratulations. Enjoy the night, okay? Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. I see Alex Petrangelo. I'm going over to him right now, Dan. Don't go anywhere. All right, well, we'll keep you on then, Gary. Okay. We don't want to lose you. Nope, I'm gonna, there he is. I'm gonna horn in on this interview. We just kept playing, kept winning. Playoffs, guys missed time, didn't seem to bother us. We just kept playing. I think uh, I think we just used our depth and, and overwhelmed people. And you could just see the goals tonight. Like guys are changing the offensive zone when they don't have to get fresh legs out there. It's just, it's an unselfish way to play and to be part of that kind of group every single game it's uh it's a special group when they're you know being unselfish like that okay you're welcome second time as much fun as the first time just as much fun well we'll see how the party is might be a little bit different this time last <laughs> time i went on the road we had a long plane ride home so i have to get the kids home and uh take another red bull because it's been a long day here waiting around anticipating all this to come so doesn't change the feeling though. It's it's pretty special, and for the guys who haven't won, see the smiles in their faces, and that's what's all about. You got to lift it as a captain, and tonight you got to watch Mark Stone lift it. What's that like for you? Well, I mean, then you get to see the misfits lifted, but you know, Mark's it's been a hell of a journey for him, right? We didn't sure he didn't know where he was going to be um, when he gets that second surgery, but here he is, right? Stanley Cup uh, captain, so bit of a relief for him, I'm sure. Do me a favor. This guy is insisting that you turn around. Oh, hey, guys. They want a picture with you. You or me? Well, with you, I think. I'll get out of the way. Good. Congratulations, Alex. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Danny, where are we going to go next? I want to find Aiden Hill for you. Yeah. Oh, so. Oh, Braden McNabb, that's a good get. Yeah. I'm going to slip in here and see if he'll give us two seconds. As uh, Gary is among the mob of people, we see down to our oh. left, Jonathan <laughs> Quick is, uh, he's kind of hanging out with his kids away from everybody else, <laughs> which is pretty neat. I'll uh, come back to Braden. 
It was interesting to see a number of different goaltenders out there to hoist the Stanley Cup. Of course, the guy who played today in Aiden Hill. The first guy who hoisted the cup was Jonathan Quick. And, you know, the guy who gave it to him was Alec Martinez. We know that Jonathan expected to play his entire career with the Los Angeles Kings. He finds himself here with the Golden Knights arrival unexpectedly. And you can't help but wonder with Jonathan's contract expiring at the end of this season, a 10-year deal he signed way back in 2013 after he won the Conn Smythe. Well, is this the end of the line for Jonathan? It was neat to see that he was among the first handful of players to lift that cup. Dan, we have, he's done for the third we have time. Aiden Hill here, okay? Let's go downstairs now yeah, once was, again. Uh, pretty surreal. I mean, our team showed that ability all year with our depth, just to be able to take over a game. Doesn't matter what line's out there, we can just dominate a shift like that. And we did it back to back and scored on both of them, and that, that changed the whole course of the game right there. In this run. Unbelievable. I mean, he's been here tw three times now and won it all three times. So the experience he has, the kind of veteran presence he brought to our locker room is uh, invaluable. Yeah, I talk to him all the time. So, I mean, Quick's been an awesome guy. He's one of the best guys I've met in the hockey world. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to share this moment with him. Aiden, congratulations. You're on with uh, Dan and myself upstairs. How's this feel? Uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's fun trying to enjoy the moment. You were really sharp early and, uh, and kept your team in it, and then uh, they gave you lots of run support. Yeah, I mean... That second period, we just took over the game. It's uh, truly incredible what this group of guys can do when we're clicking. So, uh, yeah, there we got the third and fourth one and started rolling. And, yeah, it was just kind of waiting for that clock to tick down. You told us the other night that when they score in overtime, you never get to be in the scrum. Were you in the scrum tonight? Yeah, I guess they all came to me. I don't know. It was uh, pretty surreal. I didn't know what uh, seconds left to start throwing my stuff off at. <laughs> awesome. Enjoy your night, Aiden. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Danny, let's, uh, I want to go back to McNabb. Give me a second here. Yeah. Well, the good news is, Gary, after I've been hunting well, for Keegan you with Cole, the binoculars, sorry. I can finally see you. I, I got Keegan Colasar. Real quick here. Yeah. Keegan, you're on with Dan and Gary here. Congratulations. Thank you very much. This is the best feeling in the world. How good is it? It's speechless. I, I got, my mind's racing everywhere right now. I'm trying to find my family. I'm trying to find the cup. There's just so many emotions right now. All right, we will keep you along, so go have fun. Thank you. Trying to find his family, trying to find the cup. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anything like that. Yeah, well, no, tell no. him we, from up here, Gary, we can see the Stanley Cup. It's kind of near center ice. And uh, we see Gary is right now working his way from the, the slot. Yes, we see you, Gary. He is uh, working his way up the slot, the face-off circle on the far side near where the, uh, the doors are open. And... Uh, there are just people, it's, it's amazing, there, there's got to be a couple hundred people on the ice, but the large majority of that group is huddled nearest the cup, which is just outside the blue line where Aiden Hill had uh, closed things out. I've Phil Kessel George. now gets the uh, cup and gets to take a picture of that with his family as well, Gary. Yeah, and we're going uh, to, right beside George McPhee, we'll let him finish with... Uh, yeah. With Vince, and then uh, we'll talk to him. Yeah. We got to hear from Kelly a few moments ago, yeah. and we heard Bill Foley address the crowd on the public address system here. And Gary, he was uh, pretty quick to start talking about the future. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that was something that we heard from the Denver Nuggets celebration yesterday. Denver defeating the Miami Heat 94-89. And Nikola Jokic had his 28 points and very quickly started pointing towards winning it again next year. Soak it in, guys. Denver winning its first NBA championship. Had to wait a little bit longer than the Golden Knights fans did. More than four decades. Remember, they were part of the ABA before coming to the NBA, but the first championship of any variety. And the Golden Knights, of course, have won their Stanley Cup in their sixth season, their second visit to the Stanley Cup final, and in both instances, the series ended here at T-Mobile Arena. Five games with Washington win it in 2018, and now five games with Vegas winning it here in 2023. The 96th time the Stanley Cup has been awarded to the NHL's postseason champion. Imagine prior to 1926, it wasn't only the NHL that got to wage battle for the Cup. It was a challenge trophy originally for amateur teams. All right, looks like Gary Lawless is chatting with George McPhee. You're on the radio here with me and Dan. How's it feel? Okay. Well, as you know, pretty unbelievable. Pretty unbelievable. I know that when, when you came here the first time and, and it didn't work out your way, you really wanted to get back, and you and Kelly tore things down to a certain extent and rebuilt, and you're here. Very gratifying for the city, for Bill Foley, yourself, Kelly, the whole organization. Well, it, 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 it was uh, pretty cool to get to the final in our first year, but it, was, it hurt a lot to not win. Uh, we really wanted to win it that year for this city because this city needed it. And uh, it didn't work out, but we, we, we just, we didn't give in, we didn't give up, we, we dug in even more, and, uh, and here we are. You know, to get to two finals in six years and four conference championships, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been a, a real statement uh, by this unbelievable organization that we work for. You've done it all now. You played in the NHL. You've, you know, you built an organization in in Washington, and then you came here with, you know, nothing. You started from scratch, and you've now your name's going to go on the Stanley Cup. Like George McPhee has climbed that mountain. Congratulations. Well, you know what? I, I the name on the cup is it's fantastic, obviously, and the Stanley Cup rings to be fantastic. But it's the experience, really, and delivering for this city. Uh, that's what matters. Uh, I, I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm old enough now to understand what really matters. And for me, this is what matters. Las Vegas uh, has a Stanley Cup. Awesome, George. Thank you very much. That was George McPhee. And he is, uh, he's emotional right now, Dan. He's feeling it. So this is pretty cool stuff. Uh, what did I want to do here? Well, Chandler Stevenson's right here. Why don't we jump in on him? Hi, Jackie. Okay, she's here first. Jackie Redmond's here first. No, there's lots to go. I'll see if Braden McNabb. Every time I want to get to Braden, his agent shows up and starts hugging him. Give me a break. All right. Um, it's hard to see. There's like so many people. Well, Gary, I can be your eyes in the sky if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Craig, we got Ryan Craig right here. Congratulations, Ryan. Craig. Ryan. You too, Gary. Holy, holy.
Look at the suit. <laughs> so, Remind Ryan he's on the air. You're on the air, so no swearing, <laughs> oh, okay? Sorry. Look at this. You got your whole family here. Uh, you called her Cup champion already, and now a Stanley Cup champion. What's that like? Oh, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. What a year. What a ride. Uh, just to do it with these guys and be able to share it with our families is, is I don't have words. I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, we earned it, and we'll enjoy it tonight. You retired as a player, and uh, I don't know how it happened. You know, you and Kelly McCrimmon and Gerard Glant got together, and you came here as a, you'd never coached before, and, you know, you've done a fantastic job, really had a huge impact on this organization, and you're standing on the bench tonight as the clock ticks down. What's going through your mind at that moment? Just thankful. Very, very thankful for the opportunity. Uh, thankful for the opportunity to be here and continue to grow. Uh, and work with these people each and every day. It's it's unbelievable. So we're going to enjoy it, and uh, we'll be thankful, but we will enjoy it tonight. All right, you got a beautiful family here, and they're all waiting for you. Congratulations. Enjoy the night. All right, Dan. Gary Lawless chatting with Ryan Craig from downstairs. What are do next here? Uh, maybe I can grab Naber now. Okay. Hold on. Can I have 30 seconds, Braden? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we have Braden McNabb now. Braden, you're on with Dan and Gary. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. You were here in this building the night that they had the expansion draft. You knew you were coming here, and you couldn't have expected this six years ago on that night. No, no, it's been a wild ride. I mean, year one is year one in a special, special year. Um, you know, so this fact that we can bring up or create a winning culture right off the hop, you know, changed everything. and. Um, you know, we were knocking on the door for the last couple of years and we were able to break through. I thought it was fantastic that Mark Stone, you know, took the Stanley Cup and, and gave it to, to you six misfits. What was that like for you? I mean, that's Stoney. He's a great character, great leadership. And, you know, we appreciate it being here for, from the start at the city and this team means a lot to us. So, you know, that was awesome of him. Congratulations, Braden. Enjoy the night. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that was Braden McNabb. Uh, Mark Stone's got a big crowd. We'll come back to him, maybe. Uh, ta -ta -ta. All right, Gary, well, we'll get back to you as the Golden Knights have won the Stanley Cup as we continue our live coverage from T-Mobile Arena. Gary is on the ice. All of the players, coaches, staff continue to celebrate, pose for photographs, and, of course, get together with members of the media, Gary among them. And we will have the post-game show in our normal format with Ryan Wallace, but uh, extenuating circumstances here with Gary down on the ice. But uh, fear not, we will have Ryan before too long, and we will have the highlights and everything else coming up on our post-game show as we continue our live coverage of the Golden Knights Stanley Cup Championship here at T-Mobile Arena on this Tuesday night in June. Gary is still downstairs and scouting things out. I think that uh, he has his eyes on number nine from North Chelmsford, Massachusetts. And we will be getting back to Gary here in just a moment. As we get ready for that, they have gathered a group of uh, different families away from where the cup had been presented. They now have the cup on the ice, positioned just along the boards on the near side, if you can imagine, 
the blue line to our left. So on the penalty box side of the ice, the cup is along the boards and you have different families gathering there and photographing and it looks like the Carlsons have their baby in the Stanley Cup. They do. <laughs> we, from our vantage point, see the tops of their heads rather than the photograph point of view. We could see everybody leaning in to take the photographs. But yes, the Carlsons have their baby in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> okay. Let's go down to Gary. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. You look great tonight. How's this Purple feel? Suit. It feels unbelievable. Uh, best feeling in the world. It's been a long battle for you when you think about what you've went through and fought for yourself to get the surgery that you needed to get and then got traded here and turned into a Stanley Cup champion in pretty pretty short order. Yeah, uh, best feeling. That's, uh, you know, all the shit you go through, it's all worth it. Um, being here now and being able to celebrate Stanley Cup with these guys. Um, can't thank the organization enough and, um, you know, everyone. Um, from the... <coughs> From the top down, uh, Bill, George, Kelly, you know, to all our tra athletic trainers, equipment guys, I mean, everybody just, everyone comes to work every day and just does such an amazing job and um, makes it that much more special to play here. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. I don't want to bother him too There's, much. Does that's, do. Jack, that's Gary Lawless with uh, Jack Eichel. And <laughs> we... Let's get Gary back with John Stevens now. Congratulations, John. Thanks, Gary. I tell you what, it's, uh, it's a reminder how hard it is to win in the league, right? But so happy. You know, as I've been down this road before, but every experience is unbelievable. And really, as coach, you're just so happy to watch your players celebrate like this because they're the ones that put their time and effort and so committed all year. So really happy for the players and really happy for the whole organization. You guys, I, I, I was upstairs with Dan in the radio booth and the to watch you guys like you guys couldn't stop hugging one another your coaching group you guys are really close and a great accomplishment yeah you know it's just first year together but i thought we had a great staff you know our families got close a lot of support for each other so you know the come full circle a lot of us moved to a new city you know for berkey and for mish for Craiger and butch i mean and the whole organization it was just an absolute thrill congratulations john enjoy the night congrats to you too man thank you okay dan what do you want next well, Gary, I would uh, invite you. There, there seem to be a lot of players down here to our side of the ice. William Carlson and his wife just had their baby in the Stanley Cup, and that's where they seem to be poised for a number of family photographs. But uh, I do see uh, Riley Smith in the neutral zone and Alec Martinez and Shea Theodore just in front of the penalty boxes here, and okay. now uh, you're yep. getting kind of close to those guys. Good job, Tim. Yeah, it's Navigator. eye in the sky. It you're looks the like... Yeah, looks like uh, a, few, a few folks are in the vicinity of where you are now. So as Gary continues to roam ice level, once again, we have Gary from downstairs. Gary? We've got Riley Smith and a really special guest. Who's this, Riley? This is my daughter, Isla. And uh, it's a pretty special moment to, to be able to do this with her. It's incredible, Riley. you got your whole family here and uh, uh, scored a goal in the Stanley Cup final. And you came here didn't know what it was going to be like and now you're a Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, you never know what to expect when you come to Vegas. Um, what a dream come true it's been. Uh, so proud to be able to call this place home and I think these fans, they, 
the support they've given us over the years, they deserve a championship. You really love this place. You've created a, a charity. You've raised a ton of money for people in this community. And, uh, and now, oh, hi, Ella, aren't you cute? And now you brought a championship. It's, uh, this, this place means a lot to you. It does, for sure. So, um, you know, right now, so many things going on, just trying to soak in the moment and making the, the best of it. Um, obviously, it's amazing to be able to share this with my family, my daughter, my wife. Um, it's tough to put it into, into words. Well, thanks very much for giving us this time. That's very cool, Riley, with his, uh, with his little baby there. There's something else. It's something to see, Dan. And, Indeed uh, it is. And uh, right now, Gary Alec Martinez looks like is talking to Gino, and uh, just a little bit to your left. Oh, left. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. you can yeah, snag yeah. Alec Martinez. Sure, sure, sure. sure and you sure. can let him know, Gary, that in his Stanley Cup final career, his record is now 12 and 4. He's won it three times, and he has four goals in those 15 games. Now, 16. I'm going to horn in on this. <laughs> okay. Uh, it might be a little different, a little bit more low-key. Um, first one, I, I was single, and it was just my buddies, and then a couple guys got married the second time around, and now there's a lot of wives and kids around. So I'm sure it'll get slightly out of hand, but it will be different. Yeah. Alec, thank you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Congratulations, Alec. I don't know. You just you're just itching and wait for that buzzer to go off. <laughs> trying to trying to it's human nature to think about the end, but you try, you just got to try to stay in it. Twelve and four now in Stanley Cup final games. You got a pretty good little run going. Yeah, I don't know. It's I said it. I, I don't know what I did in life in order to be able to play on these these good hockey clubs and play with such awesome players and awesome people, but. Um, I mean, what they've done, you know, you, you look at those so-called misfits, the guys that, that were here and the things that they've done for this city and vice versa, the things that this city has done for them to, to see them build this and the whole organization, um, it's pretty awesome. I asked you in December, do you have to go? If you got to go, yeah, you go. I got, yeah, All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Congratulations. Wonderful. Good for you. They've got something there. Uh, there's a bunch. Yeah. They're taking a bunch of different everybody. Photos, yeah. yeah, everybody wants somebody to be somewhere sure, right now with sure. all the photographs. As yeah. I described a few moments ago, the Stanley Cup has been uh, positioned down beneath us, and it seems in a primary position for family photographs. Whereas a lot of the photos and staged stuff earlier was among the players and coaches. Now this is the chance for everybody to kind of get their family with the cup. We have Zach Whitecloud. He just looked at me and said, what do you want? I want you for Dan Duva. What do you think? Oh, hey, Dan. How are we doing? <laughs> tell, tell, uh, tell him I say is hi, he up Gary. There? Yeah, he's up there. He says hi. Congratulations, Zach. Thank You're you. a Stanley Cup champion. Everyone is, Gary. Everyone is. <laughs> Not everyone, just uh, just the people in Vegas tonight. That's right. So proud of this this city and to be able to do it for you know every everyone that supported this team from day one. Dan and I talk all the time about when we met you, when you signed. You had decisions to make, and you made the decision to come to Vegas. I guess it was a good one. <laughs> it's always it's always been the right one. It's uh, you know it's been home for four or five years now, and you know it'll always be my home. You've had a, a, a you know a, a long climb, different route than other people. You turned into a really good NHL player, and I would this, say that. 
I would. You're a fantastic well, you're, you're player. Too nice, so. <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually not too nice at all. What What's this like in the, you know, in the arc of your career to have this moment? Uh, it's it's tough. It's tough to articulate the words. Just, you know, grateful for the opportunity to to be able to be part of this team and, and this organization. And, and I've been saying it from day one. It's it's good people first, and then hockey takes care of itself. You got your family here tonight. What's that like for you? It's unbelievable. I mean, it's you know these are and there's a lot of other people behind the scenes that aren't that have weren't able to make it right and and uh, it's everyone that's you know put in <laughs> the time, the driving, the gas, the hotels, all that stuff. Um, it's it's a lot. So it's uh, be able to spend that that's this time with them and, and it's just grateful. Enjoy the night. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. I see William Carlson, and he's not really busy, so I'll see if I... Oh, someone's spinning me around. Oh, it's Garrett Keller. Love you. Love you, Daddy. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. Uh, hold on, Danny. Don't get yeah, well, Garrett, uh, Garrett, of all people, should know that you're live on yes, the air. Yes, yes. <laughs> Garrett, for those who don't know, a terrific member of our communication staff, when we uh, tell you that we're about to have a live interview from the dressing room, uh, very often Garrett Calloway is the person who arranges those interviews. You mentioned earlier he and Nate Ewell and India Shea, just a tremendous uh, job behind the scenes. We don't mention their names as often as they deserve, but they are big parts of this. We're Gary, back to you. Yeah, we're live. We've got William Carlson. Dan's upstairs. Congratulations, William. Thank you very much. <laughs> what was that like? It was, uh, yeah, nothing I've ever experienced before, so um, just a lot of uh, emotions. Was it, when did you find out that it was going to be you, Jonathan, and Riley, Braden, and Shea in the starting lineup? Uh, just uh, minutes before, uh, you know, we went out there. Um, Bruce just kind of went, went with um, five, five misfits. Um, he said sorry to Will because he can't start everyone. Uh, but that's pretty much what he said. And, um, yeah, it was a cool feeling. You don't grow up in life wanting to be called a misfit, but I... It might be the greatest thing you've ever been called now. I'm a proud Golden Misfit. And a proud Stanley Cup champion. Uh, that too. You had a fantastic playoff. This was some of the best hockey you've ever played. What was it like tonight when you really got your when you got a stranglehold on this game? You know, uh, you know, we, we responded so well after their 2-1 uh, goal. And, uh, you know, it's 6-1 after 2. And then, you know, obviously we're in a good position then. Um, Florida did push back pretty good, but uh, by then the lead was too big, and uh, you know we we could comfortably kind of let the talk, uh, clock tick and and uh, and win. A little bit of pride that your old your old winger Jonathan Marchessault wins Conn Smythe. Yeah, I mean what a playoffs he's had, and um, you know he deserves it. And uh, yeah, he's had a pretty cool journey, you know, from going undrafted and all that. So um, and look at him now. There's a rumor going around that you had your baby in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, uh, I put him in there. He, he seemed to enjoy it, so it was, a, it was a cool feeling. Congratulations, William. Thank you very much. That's William Carlson. Gary, I see Bruce Cassidy is not too far if you look okay. straight ahead. Yep, 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 yep. Bruce Cassidy's uh, chatted with all number of different members of the media, and he's going to chat with Gary Lawless as... Uh, Let's let's go to uh, Gary right now. Congratulations, Bruce. Thanks, Gary. Terrific feeling. Been a hell of a year. You look pretty emotional. 
Uh, well, it is. It's an emotional situation, right? You win a Stanley Cup, and it's all I've ever wanted is get my name in the damn cup. There it is. And happy for the family and the Knights, and it's great. It's really terrific. It's almost a year to the day that you got hired. What's that? It's almost a year to the day that you got hired. Yeah, that is, uh, it worked out really well. You know, you don't know things at the time, but it's worked out really well. You built a really good team. This team got places without you, and you took them to another level. It must, that must be a real sense of pride. It's gratifying, right? I mean, that's my job, and to get over the hump, and I didn't quite get over it a few years back, and we are over it this year, so credit to the players for responding and getting the job done. You're a hell of a coach. Congratulations. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate that. There right, he is. Tim. That is head coach Bruce Cassidy. And for the first time, he is a Stanley Cup champion. He reached the Stanley Cup final back in 2019. And didn't make it. Lost to Alex Petrangelo and Ivan Barbashev in the Stanley Cup final that year. Uh, but now, once again, he's back. And this time, he is a winner. Let's go back to Gary Lawless. Mark Stone, captain of the... Vegas Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champions, congratulations. Thanks, Gary. Unbelievable feeling, isn't it? Um, everybody pours their, their heart and soul into this organization, and here we are. You had back surgery about five months ago, and, here, and you got to lift that thing over your head tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's an unbelievable feeling. This is why you put in the hours to, to get back to be a part of the group. You, know, you want to be a part of the group. You want to be having success with the group, and, and here we are. We're, Best team in the best team in the world. The best hockey team in the world. It's, it's the best. It's just pretty cool. You got your dad, your mom, your brother, everybody around here. You had a hat trick tonight. It's the first time in a hundred years that someone had a hat trick in the clinching game of the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I'm not really thinking about that honestly. Um, just thinking about coming out, skating onto the ice to to celebrate with the team. Um, it's a special feeling. So um, love it. Never regret. Never. Never. Yeah. Never forget it. What do these people mean to you? Yeah, I mean, my mom and dad, they put in the crazy hours at the rink for me and my brother to play this game. Um, you know, and then I met my wife who packed up her stuff and, and moved to, to Vegas, not knowing anything about the city, just trusting, uh, you know, I guess trusting me and my decision to, uh, to come here and um, just a support system, right? Um, they're your biggest fans. They... Uh, they always think you play good, right? Even when you don't. So it's uh, it's unbelievable. Congratulations, Mark. Thanks, Gary. Interview his dad. So we will, Dan. Yeah, go for okay? it. Yeah. Have, oh, yeah. We have Rob Stone, father of Mark. His wife, Jackie. Mark, Rob's <laughs> wife just scooted away. You know what, Jackie? You were pretty nervous the other night when I saw you. Not nervous anymore. No, we're not nervous. <laughs> he did a good job. It worked out really well. You raised two NHL players, and one's the captain of a Stanley Cup team. That's that's about as good as it gets for a hockey parent. It, it, absolutely. Now, if you'd have told me this 20 years ago, I'd have said it probably not happening. But hey, they both play well in the NHL, and that's all you can that's all you can ask for. The last 12 months must be kind of scary for you. Two back surgeries for Mark, and uh, yeah, I was a little nervous about the second one, especially when it happened so fast. And we were at that game. He had one shift, I think, three minutes in, and then where is he going? And oh well, it is what it is. He came back, and he did a pretty darn good job. What was this like? What was it like for you tonight? Like when you know he's got a hat trick? Like you, <laughs> you know what? That first goal, I said to his brother, I said, "That's Mark. That's what he does." Yeah. So I, hey, 
I figured they should win today. This thing could have been over in four, really. It really could have. But it was nice to yeah. see it at home. It's good. I, I'm, I'm proud of all of them. You know, I'm. Eichel amazes me. They all amazed me. Really, they played really well. There was no weak links, which is what takes to win Stanley Cups. You were a sports writer in Sault Ste. Marie. Correct. When you were a sports writer in Sault Ste. Marie, if I had it, someone had said to you, someday you'll be on the ice in Las Vegas, Nevada, watching your stun lift up the Stanley Cup, what would you have said? No, no, I would have said absolutely not. But hey, it's worked out. I wasn't even planning on having kids back then. <laughs> so it's worked out. That's pretty good. It's a great experience. Can't get any better. No. Thank hockey over the years. So this was this takes the cake. Thanks very much, Rob. Congratulations. Great night for your family. Wow, you know what? He didn't want to give us an interview. It might have been the best of the night, Dan. Yeah. That was fantastic. Well, Gary, I think a lot of people are very happy he decided to have kids yeah. after all. <laughs> or else this might not be happening. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. I don't know. I was looking for Bill Foley, but I think he's uh, I think he's slipped into the night. So yeah, very well maybe. You want me to keep you want me to keep hunting, Danny? What are we doing? Here? Well, Gary, I, th I think we uh, have come to the point where we've gathered as much as we can well, to capture on. the situation, Chandler so Steve we can put a, a little uh, cap on it. I think it's about that time. One more, Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. All right. I'll see if, yeah, see if he's uh, he's won the cup twice, yes. and he has done it the only two times it's happened in this building, with the caps in 2018, and of course here tonight. Uh, the majority of players are still out there, folks, They're trying to take photos with their families and the Stanley Cup. And it's just a sight to behold. The fans, uh, for the most part, have been escorted out. Uh, some dozens remain. Uh, the scene has not changed all that much for the better part of the last half hour or so. Uh, everybody, all 19,058, stayed in the building, of course, to watch the Cup. Gary is once more downstairs, and we'll check in with the insider once again. Well, they're going to take a picture with uh, the fathers. Go ahead, go. I'll wait, Chandler. They want they, go, they want a family picture with the baby and uh, Chandler's brother. Yeah, describe and, uh, it for us, Gary. Uh, so Chandler's brother and his mom and dad, and uh, and Chandler and his wife, and they've got a cute little baby, and dad's holding it, and they got a whole bunch of people from Saskatchewan that I think flew in, uh, and. Uh, they're super excited. So uh, I want to ask Chandler if uh, he prefers uh, the one he won on this ice five years ago or, <laughs> this, or this one. Is that a cheeky question, Danny? I, I, I'm going to guess which one. Hey, Chandler, congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. I have to ask you this. Which one is better, the one you won on this ice <laughs> six years ago or this one? Um, I mean, they're both special. Um, you know, obviously the first one's your first one. and. Um, you know, now to do it in front of, you know, the home crowd um, and, you know, to win another one is, uh, you know, special in itself. How about your winger, Mark Stone? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> there's not really much you can't say, um, you know, uh, just truly what a captain is, um, you know, with his competitiveness. Um, just, I mean, uh, yeah, there's, there's really no words to describe it. Um, tonight was just a prime example. Uh, you know, starting us off and then leading by example, uh, you know, for the entire 60 minutes. A little bit of a journey from you get the phone call, you've been traded from the Washington Capitals for a fifth-round draft pick to the Golden Knights. Probably didn't know what to expect, and wow, you become an all-star, 
You've become a, one of the one of the best centers in the National Hockey League, and now you won another Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's pretty uh, crazy. Um, you know, since that that day um, in coming here, uh, I mean, it's just you know they uh, you know really helped me out uh, this team, and uh, you know really uh, saved uh, you know my career and. Um, just yeah, I mean uh, it's been. They let me uh, get back to you know what I wanted to be as a hockey player and um, you know how I wanted to play. I have Chandler's brother here as well. What's it like watching your brother do this? It feels like a dream. Everything like it just watching. It feels like a dream. It doesn't really uh, hasn't sunk in yet. It uh, I can't believe he's here. This is probably the best place to do it in. Uh, let's go. What do you, what's it like having your, your family, your, your child, your wife, mom and dad, and your brother? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's everything. Um, you know, to have family here, um, you know, from being little, you know, playing street hockey, going to the outdoor rink, um, you know, just, you know, ma making me the, the person I am and, uh, you know, ultimately the player I am. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, family's everything, and obviously to have them here is, you know that's what it's all about, and um, to have you know, obviously my son. It's uh, you know, uh, pretty pretty special. Well, this is Vegas. It doesn't close, and you got a cup to drink out of. So have a good one, pal. Thanks, Gary. All right, Dan. Well, I'm, Gary, uh, I think uh, it's yeah. uh, about time to wrap it up. So we've got Ryan Wallace has been standing by patiently. So before we say good night to our uh, radio listeners here, uh, this will be our last opportunity to uh, speak to our audience uh, as uh, the broadcast duo that we have been for the last six years. It'll be our final sign-off, Gary. And if once more you could do us the favor and the honor of painting a picture of what it looks like down there and all the people that you have seen. And, of course, Gary is such a popular fellow as uh, we try to send this broadcast deep into the night. He is once again greeted by handshakes and hugs at every turn. But... Gary, if you could give us one more scene set of what you have been surrounded by on the ice. Well, I'm standing right now, Dan, right where they had the riser on the night of the expansion draft. I was here for it. I had, it was in my second week of working for the Vegas Golden Knights. And, uh, you know, it's just surreal to come to this moment and see all of these people. There's a bunch of people on, this, on the ice right now. McCrimmon, McPhee. Katie Bettinger, Andrew Lagerner, Tom Parashka, a lot of people that were here at the start. Kerry Bluebolts, the team president. Todd Pollock, who was the first guy that Bill Foley hired. Uh, Peter, Peter Sadowski, his lawyer, who uh, has been part of this from the very beginning. All these people are here and, and sharing in this moment. Will Nickel, the director of player development. Chris Davidson-Adams has got his... Looks to me like it's his, his mother. He's got two sons and his wife. There's a lot. This is a family moment, and it's a city moment, and it's a, a state moment. This is truly a Stanley. You said it beautifully when you said the Silver State now has the greatest silver trophy of all. That It's the truth. And I'm looking up here. Somewhere up here in the rafters, Danny, next year they're going to have a, a Stanley Cup banner, a banner that says... The city of Las Vegas is a Stanley Cup champion, and it has been, uh, every year we've done this, it, is, it has been fantastic. Year one will never be replaced. 
but this was something even a little, for me personally, even a little more special. They got it done. They won it. I want to thank you. Uh, I'm so lucky to get to work with you night in and night out. You are the best at what you do. I know how much work you put into it. I know how much you care about it. And I know the listeners know it too because it comes through every night. You do a fantastic job. Ray and Joe and Justin, everybody else upstairs, just fantastic. I'm just, I'm just wrapping up here, fellas. <laughs> uh, it's been, it's been a great experience, Dan. Thanks for, thanks for having me along for the ride. It's been my honor, Gary. Thank you. I'm waving at you, buddy. Well, when they first played a game here six years ago, we described it at the time of tears of sadness and tears of joy. There were special kind of tears that first night, followed by a lot of cheers, not only that night, but throughout the season. Amazing. People cried, people cheered, and people hoped. And now this team, Vegas-born, shines like a beacon for togetherness and gratefulness. The Vegas Golden Knights are 2023 Stanley Cup champions, and we thank you for being part of it all. Big thanks once again to our engineers in the broadcast booth. Ray Ragel, Joe Sands pushing all the right buttons. Big thanks to our broadcast assistant, Justin Russo, our statistician extraordinaire, Ray LaBeff, and of course, Bobby Machado, our extraordinary engineer back in the studio. Bobby has been with us from the very beginning, of course. We never get to see Bobby in person, but he is there uh, for, I'm going to say, 99.5% of our broadcasts from the beginning. Thank you very much, Bobby. Once again, the final score in Game 5, the Golden Knights 9, the Florida Panthers 3 in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. The Knights win the championship. For Golden Knights insider Gary Lawless, Dan Duva saying so long from T-Mobile Arena until next year. And have a great, great Golden Knight. Postgame show is next with Ryan Wallace. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, you have been listening to the Stanley Cup Final on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.